In this episode, we will cover architecture in medieval India from Indian art and culture for civil service and other competitive exams by Nitin Singhania. All those who are preparing for competitive exams are advised to take notes. With the Arab conquest of Sindh in 712 AD, the arrival of the Islamic rulers to the western frontiers of India had started. By 12th century AD, the throne of Delhi had been occupied by an Islamic ruler which marked the onset of the medieval period of Indian history. In the subsequent years, Indian architecture underwent a massive change. New elements such as calligraphy, ornamentation using inlay work, etc. were introduced to reflect the tastes and preferences of the new rulers. However, the local architects retained certain flavors of the local architectural traditions as well. Thus, in the architecture of this following period, we see a confluence of Persian style with the Indian style. Hence, it is known as Indo-Islamic architecture or Indo-Saracenic architecture. Some of the features of Indo-Islamic architecture are the use of arc and domes gained prominence during this period. It was known as arcuate style of architecture and replaced the traditional trabeate style of architecture. The Islamic rulers introduced the use of minars around the mosques and the mausoleums. Mortar was used as a cementing agent in their constructions. The Indo-Islamic architecture avoided the use of human and animal figures. While the Hindu architecture had become too congested, the Indo-Islamic architecture introduced spaciousness, massiveness and breadth to it. While the previous structures used sculptures as means of decoration, the Indo-Islamic architecture used calligraphy as means of decoration. Arabesque method was also used for decoration. Arabesque meant the use of geometrical vegetal ornamentation and was characterized by a continuous stem with split regularly, producing a series of counterpoised leafy secondary stems. The secondary stems in turn split again and returned to merge with the main stem, creating a decorative pattern. The architecture of this period heavily used the principles of geometry from decorative pattern to imbibing a sense of symmetry. The buildings had intricate jali works which signifies the importance of light in Islamic religion. An important feature of the architecture during this period was the use of water in the premises of the constructions in the form of courtyard pools, fountains and small drains. Water was used primarily for three purposes, religious purpose, to cool the premises and decorative purpose. The Islamic rulers introduced the charbagh style of gardening in which a square block was divided into four adjacent identical gardens. The architectures of these times also used the Pietre Dura technique for inlay of precious colored stones and gems into the walls for decoration. Another unique feature was the use of foreshortening technique in the buildings such that the inscriptions appear to be closer than they really are. Difference between arcuate style and trabeate style. The entrance in the trabeate style are characterized by the use of lintel, whereas in the arcuate style they are characterized by the use of arches and domes. Tops in the trabeate style use the shikhar on the top of the temples. They are generally conical or curvilinear, 
whereas in the arcuate style the use of domes generally hemispherical on the top of the mosques is seen in the trabeate style minars were absent whereas in the arcuate style minars were present on the four corners of the mosques in the trabeate style stone was the major building material and was the primary component of all the constructions whereas in the arcuate style brick lime plaster and mortar started to be used for the constructions architecture during delhi sultanate period during the period of delhi sultanate that is 1206 to 1526 ad architecture can be categorized into two broad categories imperial style that is patronized by the rulers of delhi and provincial style that is patronized by local rulers and fiefs imperial style the imperial style of architecture flourished under the various dynasties that ruled during this period each ruler imparted certain flavors of his own but the broad stylization remained the same slave dynasty the slave dynasty or the elberi dynasty remained in power from 1206 to 1290 ad during this period the style of architecture came to be known as the mamluk style of architecture during this period most of the constructions were remodelings of the existing hindu structures they also started the erection of a number of monuments qutub minar being a prime example it is a five story structure initiated by qutubuddin aibak who made only the ground floor the next three stories were completed by iltutmish and the fifth story was made by firoz shah tughlaq other examples of this period are quwwat ul islam mosque in the qutub minar premises which was converted from a jain temple and arai din ka chhopra in ajmer khilji dynasty they ruled from 1290 ad to 1320 ad and established the seljuk style of architecture the constructions of this period were marked by the use of red sandstone also the prominence of arcuate style began from this period mortar began to be used prominently in all the constructions as a cementing agent the examples of this style of architecture are alai darwaza by alauddin khilji and siri fort tughlaq dynasty it was the crisis period for architecture during the delhi sultanate period however some construction works were still undertaken which used grey sandstone during this period the focus was more on strength of the building and so there was less emphasis on decoration the constructions combined both arc and lintel method of entrance design they also introduced a style of construction known as batter which was characterized by sloping walls to give more strength to the building The examples of this architecture are cities of Tughlaqabad, Jahanpanaha and Firozabad. Lodi dynasty. Under the Lodi dynasty, architecture continued to take a back seat. Only tombs were commissioned during this period. However, one important feature of architecture during this period was the introduction of double domes. It consisted of a hollow dome inside the top dome. The reasons for the use of double domes were to give strength to the structure and to lower the inner height of the dome. The tombs built during this phase were hard and bare without any lavish decorations. They were built in octagonal shapes with a diameter of roughly 15 meters. They were supported by a sloping veranda. 
Lodi Gardens, the city of Agra established by Sikandar Lodi are fine examples of this style of architecture. Provincial schools of architecture. During this period, the Indo-Islamic style started to influence the local architectural styles as well. Bengal, Bijapur, Jaunpur and Mandu became important seats of architectural development. Bengal School from 1203 to 1573 AD The Bengal School of Architecture was characterized by its use of bricks and black marble. The mosques built during this period continued the use of sloping bangla roofs which was previously used for temples. The finest examples of this school are Kadam Rasul Mosque in Gaur and Adina Mosque in Pandua. Jaunpur School from 1394 to 1479 AD. It was patronized by Sharki rulers. Jaunpur became a center of great art and cultural activity. This style of architecture also came to be known as Sharki style and also avoided the use of minars as the Pathan style. A unique feature of the buildings here is the use of bold and forceful characters painted on huge screens in the center and side base of the prayer hall. The finest examples are Atala Mosque in Jaunpur. Malwa School from 1405 to 1569 AD. The cities of Dhar and Mandu in the Malwa Plateau became prominent seats of architecture. The most prominent feature of the buildings here was the use of different colored stones and marbles. The buildings had large windows which could be a result of European influence and were decorated by stylized use of arches and pillars. Even the stairs were used to enhance the aesthetics of the construction. However, minars were not used in this school of architecture. The Malwa School of Architecture, also known as the Pathan School of Architecture, is also one of the finest specimens of environmental adaptation of the period because of these features. First, the use of large windows made the buildings and rooms well ventilated. The pavilions were lightly arched which made them airy and allowed the buildings to remain cool during the heat. Artificial reservoirs known as Bawlis were constructed in the premises for storage of water. Locally available materials were used. The use of batter system as introduced by Tughlaqs made the buildings strong and the finest examples of this architecture are Rani Rupmati Pavilion, Jahaj Mahal and Asharfi Mahal. Bijapur School from 1490 to 1656 AD under the patronage of Adil Shah, Bijapur style or the Deccan style of architecture developed. He constructed a number of mosques, tombs and palaces which were unique in the use of three-arched facade and bulbous dome and were almost spherical with a narrow neck. He also introduced the use of cornices. A special feature of the Bijapur school was the treatment of its ceilings, which were without any apparent support. Iron claps and a strong plaster of mortar were used to give strength to the buildings. The walls were decorated by rich carvings. The finest example of this architecture are Golgumbaj, the Muslim of Adil Shah in Bijapur or Vijaypura. Whispering galleries in India. They are made in such a manner that even whispers can be clearly heard in other parts of the gallery. 
The examples include Gol Gumbaj, Victoria Memorial and Golgar Granary in Pandipur. The Mughals were great patrons of art and architecture. Under them, architecture regained its place of importance as new buildings were built with great vision and artistic inspiration. Babur Babur undertook the construction of mosques in Panipat and Ruhilkhand, both constructed in 1526 AD. However, his reign was too short-lived to inspire any new style or technique. Homayu Homayu's reign was marked with constant power struggle against Sher Suri, so he couldn't focus much on art and architecture. He led the foundation of a city named Dinipanaha but couldn't finish it. Persian style became prominent in the architecture of this period. Sher Shah During his brief reign, Sher Shah built few monuments. He built Kila Ekuhno Mosque of the Old Fort in Delhi. He built the famous Rohtas Fort in Pakistan and the Sher Shah Suri Masjid in Patna in Afghan style to mark his reign. His period is a transition from Lodi style to Mughal style of architecture. He also undertook the reconstruction and extension of an old Mauryan route and renamed it as Sadakayazm, Great Road, which was later called as Grand Trunk Road. He ensured adequate presence of sarais and trees for travellers. Sher Shah Suri's tomb was built at his birthplace, Sesaram. It was made up of red sandstone and is situated inside a lake. The constructions under Sher Shah continued the traditions of the Delhi Sultanate period. After Akbar ascended the throne of Delhi in 1556, the golden period of Mughal art and architecture started. Akbar Akbar took a keen interest in the development of art and architecture. The principal feature of the constructions during Akbar's reign was the use of red sandstone. He also introduced the use of Tudor arc, four-centered arc. Some of the prominent construction works undertaken during Akbar's reign are Agra Fort. It was one of the first constructions which started during the reign of Akbar. However, most of the structures present inside the fort were done during the reign of Shah Jahan. Some of the prominent buildings here are Moti Masjid by Shah Jahan, Diwan-e-Aam Hall of Public Audience by Shah Jahan, Diwan-e-Khas Hall of Private Audience by Shah Jahan, Jahangiri Mahal, Shish Mahal which is Turkish Bath. The gardens inside the fort are built using the Charbagh style. During the reign of Akbar, more than 5,000 women stayed in his harem inside this fort. Fatehpur Sikri One of the highlights of Indo-Islamic architecture was the creation of a new capital city by Akbar at Fatehpur Sikri. It has been described as a frozen moment in history as the buildings here represent a unique blend of Hindu and Persian styles. Some of the important buildings inside the city are Buland Darwaza, the imposing 40-meter red sandstone structure was built in 1576 AD to commemorate Akbar's victory over Gujarat. It is the highest gateway of the world. Salim Chisti's tomb was built in 1581 AD. It has beautiful jali work in white marble. It has arabesque patterns with inscriptions of Quranic verses on the walls. It is in the imperial complex which also has Buland Darwaza and Jama Masjid. It was further decorated by Jahangir in 1606 AD. 
Panchmahal is a five-storied structure made of columns and is inspired by the concept of Persian Badgir windcatcher. Jodabai's palace and Maryam Urzimani's palace, Mary of the Age, has beautiful interiors with Hindu motifs of bell and flowers. Ibadat Khana, Akbar used to meet the leaders of different religions here to have discussion. Pachisi Court, in the courtyard where Akbar is said to have played chess. Hiran Menar was built in memory of Akbar's favorite elephant named Hiran. It also served as lighthouse for travelers. It is uniquely designed as its exterior wall contains tusk-like spikes. Akbar also built a temple of Govind Dev in Vrindavan. Jahangir During the reign of Jahangir, architecture took a back seat as he focused more on paintings and other forms of art. However, he oversaw the construction of some noteworthy monuments including Akbar's tomb in Sikandra. Further, he developed a number of gardens during his reign, for example, the Shalimar Bagh in Kashmir. He also built the Moti Masjid at Lahore. During the reign of Jahangir, his wife Noor Jahan also undertook some major construction projects like the tomb of Atmaduddaula, father of Noor Jahan, being an excellent example. It was during this time that white marble became the chief building material, replacing red sandstone which had been used till now. The tomb of Atmaduddaula was the first Mughal work made completely of white marble. It also has some of the finest Piatre Dura works. Tomb of Jahangir was constructed by his son Shah Jahan at Lahore. Shah Jahan Under Shah Jahan, Mughal architecture reached its climax. Some of his principal works are Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal is the finest specimen of Mughal architecture exhibiting the full range of grandeur and opulence. It was constructed in the memory of his wife Arjumand Banu Begum or Mumtaj Mahal. It had all the features of Mughal architecture including the use of calligraphy, Pietre Dura works for shortening technique, charpak style gardens and the use of water in the premises for decoration. Apart from this, some of the unique features of Taj Mahal are the jali work in Taj Mahal is lace like and is extremely fine. The carvings on the marble were low relief. Apart from Taj Mahal, Shah Jahan constructed a number of other monuments, gardens and buildings such as Red Fort in Delhi, Jama Masjid in Delhi, Shalimar Bagh in Lahore, city of Shah Jahanabad. Besides such large-scale constructions, one of his best works was the construction of Peacock Throne that is one of the finest examples of metalwork during this period. Aurangzeb During the reign of Aurangzeb, Mughal architecture declined. Being a puritanical, he did not take an active interest in the pursuit of art and architecture. Although Aurangzeb commissioned the construction of Bibi ka Magbara in memory of his wife Begum Rabia Uddurrani, it is situated in Aurangabad and is described as a poor imitation of Taj Mahal. During the Mughal period, two other styles of architecture developed in the region of Rajasthan and Punjab. Rajput style The Rajput constructions of the period were also influenced by the Mughal style but were unique in size and scope of their constructions. They generally undertook the building of imposing palaces and forts. Some of the unique features of Rajput architecture are as follows. 
they used the concept of hanging balcony that is jharoka which were constructed in all shapes and sizes the cornices were built in the shape of an arc such that the shadow took the shape of a bow six style six style of architecture developed in the region of modern day punjab it was heavily influenced by mughal style and rajput style of architecture some of the features of six school are use of multiple chhatris or kiosks on the top of the construction use of shallow cornices and onion dome the buildings had fluted domes which were generally covered with brass and copper gills for decoration and support the arches were decorated by the use of numerous foliations for example shri harmandir sahib or golden temple constructed during 16th and 17th century avadh architecture they mainly revolve around lucknow and were built by the nawabs of avadh during 18th and 19th century ad it attempted to preserve mughal traditions along with experimenting with variety of materials and innovative ideas they built religious as well as secular structures these structures were made mainly using mortar not marble or sandstone mortar used was a mixture of brick dust urad dal that is lentil rice husk tree gum etc the prominent structures of this time include bada imam bada in lucknow built in 1784 it comprises asafi mosque bhul bhulaiya and a step well with running water chhota imam bada lucknow built in 1838 it serves as a mausoleum for nawab mohammad ali shah and his mother rumi darwaza the turkish gate in lucknow built in 1784 it is situated between bada and chhota imam bada and is believed to be named after sufi mystic jalaluddin mohammad rumi if you want to know on any other topic please leave it in the comment box so that i can come back with it if you have liked the video please like share and subscribe thank you